Like, are you... Maybe he's just got that weird anime growth. You know what I mean? I mean, you got to if, if you just all of a sudden up and you go from 6 to 12 or 13, 14, or it might be he's, like... He's the, definitely uh, a fucking teenager, bro. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to Herbal Synergies, the shop. I'm your host, Synergy, with me, my co-host, as always... Irby. What's up, listeners? How y'all doing? We're doing fine, Irby. How are you? Okay. <laughs> Enough with the peanut gallery. Damn, bro. Like that? Nah, I'm just kidding. Hi. Yeah, nah. <laughs> yeah. So what's cracking? You got a, a flavor for the week? I do. It's coming out of Bungle Stray Dogs. And you know what? It's that whole last episode. I don't even got a specific moment. All of it was great. Word? Yeah. Yeah, I ain't watched that in a little while. Um, but yeah. I'm, I'm going to have to go with something out of the Vinland Saga this week. Um, Ooh. It's going to be when Asklad threw his axe and like cut through like five different people. I'm like, oh my goodness. Was that Aslad? I thought it was. His hair just was a little longer. Mm. I didn't think it was him, but it might have been him. Yeah. That someone. was a phenomenal throw. Yeah, cut the dude's head off. They cut someone's arm. They hit someone in the chest and then the shoulder. And I was like, oh, man. That's crazy. But, you know, it worked out for him. It was a great throw. It was very great. But yeah, other, other than that, yeah, don't really have too much. Uh, I do like the direction the new show I picked's going in. Oh, yeah, Doug. Doug. That, Seems uh, like it's promising. That had an interesting turn of events at the end. Uh, I don't remember the end. Hmm. What do you mean you don't remember the end? I forget. Nah, you did Interested turn of events. Yeah. I don't know. We'll talk about it later. But. Yeah. Which would you like to get started on? Sure, sure, sure. Uh, episode four of Liar Liar. Chocolate and the Devil. Devil fruits. We start off the episode. Devil fruits? No, we don't start off with devil fruits. That's a wrong anime, Irby. Devil fruits make you toot, baby. No, they make you drown. That too. Yeah. That too. We start off the episode with Ichinose and Shiroyuki. Shiroyuki um, bickering back and forth. And uh, apparently, Hirito is now a two-star because that guy that he beat, um, Kugasaki, apparently Kurosaki. had the indigo star. What's up? Kurosaki. No, Kugasaki. Yeah, no, I was just being silly. Kugasaki. Um, he apparently had the Indigo Star, which I not that we bring it up, I don't think the Indigo Star's ability was revealed. Was it or is it the Black Queen? I think it's just the the Black Queen. I think that's his star. Okay, cuz uh I don't even think it was used once uh, this episode. Yeah. I, he probably doesn't even know how to use it. He's just relying on the the cheap Tricks and thrills and his people's 
Yeah, but my man got access to two-star abilities now. So he could cheat with better abilities. Yeah. Better abilities. Announced this episode was the coming of a elimination battle where anyone can challenge anyone with no stars on the line. Doesn't matter. It's all to select the top five representatives of the school and while Hirito was sitting with Shiroyuki outside a girl named Noah who is very 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 conceited approached and was like getting all touchy touchy flirty flirty got my girl Shiroyuki a little jealous and I, for a moment, I thought, like, oh, maybe she's, like, getting upset because she wants to protect Hirito and uh, Rina. But, nah, the, the more you watch, the more it seemed like Shiroyuki kind of has a thing for Hirito. Shinohara. But... Yeah. You know, um, Noah's starting to reveal her, like, reveal her intentions a little bit, and she was shut down, so she went away, not, um, uh, her, like, happy-go-lucky stuff, um, and, excuse me, she, where was I? He was had four. Okay, so Noah went off into the little sunset, and Shiroyuki was a little jealous. Um, Shiro Yuki was helping Hiruto like hide once class was over because like everyone was trying to challenge him. Him being the top, you know, a seven star, and like there were not being any penalty for like losing to him. So. Hirito has a meeting with Ichinose and like she did him a favor by getting Shido Yuki into his class because she transferred in his class because she interfered with the last battle and they had to make it make sense so like the cover story was she was transferring in class but since she Ichinose helped Hirito and Shido Yuki she was requesting something he had to do anyway because honestly we all know that since Hirito can only get color stars, the obvious goal to get all seven scar, uh, stars is to get all seven colors. So she was Rainbow. saying... Yes. Uh, she was saying the green star was stolen, so she needs Hirito to participate in this tournament, eliminate as many people as he can, and unveil who the culprit is, and then claim the green star for himself. I think it's uh, kind of a little... It's interesting we're bringing up a green, another color star right away after we just gain a color star. Without even putting the indigo star to good use, we're already trying to make a play for the green one, but that's fine. Yeah, um, I mean, I think it's... um, The indigo star might not be his uh, play style. Yeah, no, but at least it gets him access to better stuff. Um, one moment after class, they immediately, they were chasing our, our, uh, our maid and our protagonist, and 
she went into a classroom and like threw herself over him to they were hiding and and they escaped that time then they were running outside and it looks like Noah Noah came came out of nowhere she looks like she's been tracking him because uh it seems like she rigged it so that he couldn't appear because they were doing a bug thing where like they were glitching on his phone so people couldn't send him requests. But she yeah. seemed like she interfered with that. So while they were running, she ran into him and like got herself tied up under him and like was trying to play it off like, oh, why are you on top of making your trying to like cop a feel? And like he's trying to escape, but. You definitely had him in the vice grip. I was like, it's like, really? Yeah. What's your, what's your, your angle, woman? Yeah, so the getaway plan from there was to have Shidoyuki send him a challenge that he accepted. So now they had to play each other eventually. Um, we met Kaguya, who to Hirito was a babe, but she's a little weird on my part, on my end. Um, Are you it, talking about the, the computer lady? Yeah. Have you noticed that um, Shidoyuki sounds like, um, not Rem, the other... The pink yeah. hair one from ReZero. Yeah. There's a lot of voices that I'd be like, oh, you sound familiar. It was just because she was playing the maid role and she was talking exactly the same. That's the only reason I noticed. And I was just I like, what, that who's that sound on. like? And then I said Baru in my head. And I was like, ReZero. Yeah. So now I got to watch in Japanese. Why you? Why you have to watch in Japanese? I don't like recognizing people. Mm, that's crazy. I like to think there's a million different voice actors just doing all these animes. No, they all just get recycled. I know, but they all um, just get recycled. So they were having dinner, and um, they had a moment where Shiroyuki was asking, "Is it really okay to?" Um, take a shower before you and it was like yeah you can't very well put your maid costume or maid outfit while when you've sweated and whatnot so when they're preparing dinner they're eating or they wanted to eat and she was she was out of the stuff she wanted to make and he was just saying just use this and it's like no you and i or something along the lines of like you like this so this is what you're gonna get i'm gonna go to the store real quick and from right there, it was just like, ooh, going to the store late at night, conveniently ran out of ingredient. We're not going to see. She's not going to show up on time. Some time goes by, and Shiryuki's not coming up. Turns out it was another setup by Noah. They're stand- she's standing on a rooftop, and she's like, it looks like I won't be able to lose to you. And um, I'm not really sure what the game plan here is for Noah, but right now... Noah has Shidoyuki on top of a building, and Hirito has to come up with a plan to turn this situation around next episode. Yeah. I'm like, man, that's uh, terrible. Is mm-hmm. it? It is. Everyone was going to go after them just because he had... There's no repercussions for them, uh, you know, losing to him, so... True. It was all good, yeah. Mm-mm-mm. Yeah. So, alright. Let's get into the new show.
The new show I picked out was uh, Reign of the Seven Spellblades. And uh, yeah, I saw this. It came through on, on a little um, thing. I was like, oh man, this looks kind of cool. So I was like, yeah, what, let me check this out. Yeah, fairly new. So season one, episode one, Kimberly Magic Academy. The Magic so, Academy. Yeah, so uh, without further ado, they um, there's only 20% of the kids are going to make it from the school. And I'm like, huh, that's a low graduation success rate. I guess children are left behind. Joke I right was there. like wondering if you were trying to, like, did you want me to set that up? I thought you thought you, yeah, I thought you would have did it, you know. Oh, no, no, I'm on it now. Now that I, like, I was like, that's clearly a setup. The pause, and I just didn't know he want. I, I didn't think he was. I, I'm on something it. I'm, I'm with it now. I got There's you. something there. I, I got I you. Know. I got you. Yeah. So the main character don't know his name at this point, um, which I found it was awfully odd to go three fourths of the way through the show without knowing anyone's name. Don't you think that was odd? Um. No, actually, not really. I wasn't really paying attention because usually I don't know anyone's name anyway. Yeah, because I was like, bro, dude, everyone's talking to each other, but like no one's using any names or not like, hey, you can call me this. I'm like, come on. How do I know anyone? So I just referred to them as their uh, colored hair until I. Um, <laughs> the black hair the one, which seems yes. to be the main character. <laughs> the, the main, yes, the main character boy is measurized by the female samurai student he for some reason he thinks it's like fate or destiny or something that they uh t they're together that threw me off at first because i was just like wait but the girl you were fighting in your head had white hair yeah so um so then they attend the parade and the uh strawberry blonde girl is upset about the troll uh marching to like they, he shouldn't be there they don't understand our language anyway and this that and the other she's throwing a little hissy fit which i'm like good for her she cares about the well-being of other folks that get you killed animes though she might want to watch out she, she might want to <laughs> watch out yeah so i thought it was interesting that someone um cast a spell on her legs to make her run towards the troll i'm like what purpose did that whole thing serve which, it was a lady in the hood, and I was like, huh, lady in the hood, that's never good for anything. Yeah, so they run to the troll, and the samurai shows up, and she, she essentially just yells at it. I'm like, oh, okay. She's using um, observation hockey. Interesting. And so, uh, uh, they start fighting. No, you're you're way too late. I did I did already moved on three sentences. That was uh, worth it. No, you gotta you gotta keep up, my guy. And I was so, writing notes. Hey, time for notes is over, baby. Carry yeah. on, my wayward son. So, so uh, yeah. So then they start fighting, and um, they 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 do a. I kind of want to know the like the hierarchy of what magic beats what magic because i'm like how do you just do a whole bunch of wind and then you did a whole little tap on spell and you made like a dragon's cry i was like that's weird uh so they they use that 
and then her hair changes colors and she like hits the troll on top of the head, knocks it out, does the slice it. I'm like, huh, some samurai she is. She's supposed to be able to cleave things in half. But um, so that happens. But yeah, the, the, the main character boy, he says, oh, it's an innocence color, meaning she has powerful mana and circulation. I'm like, oh, this is interesting. And also, mm-hmm. let's just talk about how it takes seven years to graduate from this place. I'm like, man. Hey, a magic school might be lit, though. It, it might be. I don't know. But seven years? I, listen, I'm just saying, as far as I know, the only rule is survive. Yeah, pretty much. It's pretty much life and death. Uh, I feel like they're going to be put in situations that will test their magical abilities. And if they fail with their abilities, they die. Or they succumb to, I forget what they called it, but they succumb to something and they end up like getting put to death just because they can't handle it. Or they just die anyway. So they they go to the assembly hall and finally they start introducing folks at the little dinner banquet. We get the blonde haired woman, our girl, her name's uh Michelle McFarlane. They call her Shelly for short. And uh and then yeah, she's a, a a noble noble person, I believe, kind of sort of something, a status prestige person. Go, Goldilocks, star- right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So so then we get to the strawberry lady. Um, her name is Katie Aalto. She's an exchange student. Ex student. The dark red haired boy is Guy Greenwood. Kind of like Mike Guy. Mike uh, Guy. He's, yeah, he's a magic farmer. Uh, the white hair is uh, Pete Reston. He's muggle-born, which I thought was interesting. Not magical parents. And he entered the academy as an ordinary, but they don't tell you what an ordinary is as right now. So uh, I'm kind of kind of curious what that entails. So I, I'm pretty sure his path was way different than everyone else's to get there. Yeah, he's got a wall up. Yeah, definitely got a wall up. But I did love how... That when um, the dark-haired one started talking about the book that he was reading, he was like, oh, my God, yeah, this, that, and the chapter between this. Like, he just started gushing because he just loved what the book was about and represented. I thought so. I thought um, main guy was going to be like, nah, I actually didn't. Yeah, I like he read it. <laughs> yeah, I thought it was going to be one of those ones where he does something where he's like, oh, yeah. This, 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 and to get you to talk, it's like, yeah, I'd actually read it, but good to know you, you're you passionate about something. <laughs> but yeah, Pete didn't care to make friends. Um, so, and then we get, finally get to the black-haired one, Oliver Horn. And doesn't say much about him, his family, brother, sister, you know. And then we get to the samurai, the Nao Kibia. She was saved by a passing mage in the middle of a war. And turns out the mage was um, Shella's yeah, father. And she didn't have to take an entrance exam or anything, but she got special, special recommendation from her father to, to join the academy. So, yeah, that was nice. 
Pete, Pete was a little jealous. He was. He's like, oh, that must be nice to have someone. But yeah, you know, you win some, you lose some, Pete. The world ain't fair, my guy. Nope. Just be glad you got in. Yeah, so, um, so then they eat, and then they get back to the rooms, and Oliver's going to do some investigating because he sends, like, a presence. It turns out his brother has sent someone to overwatch him. See? And her name is, yeah. Now that's... That, yeah, that's where I was just, like, it interesting turn, because this guy who seems so, like, easygoing and, like, lighthearted was, like, serving people food and like hey you have to eat more vegetables in your diet and he even went as far as to like tuck in pete because he ended up stuck with pete as a roommate well pete if we're going perspective pete ended up stuck with him but he was probably the best one for get stuck with on pete's side um and it was just like he just kind of had anti-hero energy with on him like talking to that that person watching him like yeah. almost like like he's wearing a mask he's wearing a kind-hearted mask but like if push comes to shove this this motherfucker might be brutal yeah it's quite the possibility so i um i was like oh man yeah so and then uh, the now, it appears that she's bathing in the fountain. But turns out she's doing a purification ritual because she um, has to wash off the blood from all the folks that she murdered. So, but Oliver says he can never, she can never wash off the blood because I still smell it. Which leads me to believe that he's stronger than what it is. Or have you seen that one, like the Ice Blade Sorcerer one? I haven't seen that one yet. Okay, yeah, that's one I watched, and and um, yeah, I ain't gonna say too much because you might end up watching it because it's it's a nice one. Oh, I'm um, yeah, it's in. There's so many things on my list right now. It's just like I I want to watch more. Like I have, I'm keeping up with like very. Two or three, maybe like two or three that I watch as they come out. Yeah. And then like the other, the rest of the time I'm, I'm playing games. So like you don't want to watch anything new while you're playing games that might be interesting. You know what I mean? No, nah, I watch everything new when I'm playing games. You wild. I'm a wild boy. You know this. Ballin'. But yeah, so I'm I'm excited to see where it's gonna go. It should be better than uh, I I think it might be better than what I previously recommended for some shows. So we'll see. We'll, we'll find out. Let's hope this is not like build build letdown. <laughs> yeah, I can't sit through another eight episodes of terrible TV itch. Because <laughs> I'm like, man. How dare you? You have to be kidding me. I mean, I did sit through like nah, eight episodes of terrible stuff. I can't believe we finished. Um, <laughs> we finished Kyle. Yeah, I can't believe it's not butter. Um, you want to throw in Jujutsu, or should I go straight into Vinland? We could go straight to Vinland and then get to Jujutsu afterwards. 
Alrighty, Villain Saga. Wrong one. Whoops. Episode 8, Beyond the Edge of the Sea. So, how fucking dare you? Yeah, I had to do it. So, Asla is on his way back to some village that know who they are. It seems like it's a base camp, and it looks like Asla's crew is also taking a break for the winter. And just judging by their conversation, they seem to go there every winter with their like their loot. And I guess that's why they raided the place first. They didn't have enough loot because when we meet Asla's uncle, the man was uh, talking about money. Like, the money's yeah, going to cost to feed them. The money's going to yeah. cost to take care of them, entertain them. I'm like, damn. You didn't see this man in nine months. Yeah. Well, 12. Well, I don't know. It might be nine because it depends on the calendar uh, that they're using at the time. Yeah, I'm just... Uh, just assuming winter for them is three months. Yeah. I don't know. Also, the geographical location there, um, it might be longer or, or shorter. So I don't, I don't know. I don't know why you did crickets there. Because, bro, Cause all this scientific shit. It's an anime. Leave me alone. I'm not trying to be educated. Oh, you know. <laughs> That's how it be, dog. Those that uh don't get educated, you know, try to learn something with your life. Man, said geological big word, big word. Who are you trying to impress? Nobody. I'm just speaking for my audience. Nobody. Yeah. Oh. And okay, so Thorfinn getting off the ship. He bumped into someone who was, like, fantasizing about joining Aslat's crew. And when, like, the dude tried to, like, step up to him, I was like, yo, dude, watch where you go. And Thorfinn just gave him a look. And he was just like, oof, backed up real quick. And then uh, Thorfinn stormed off. The, yeah. The girls in the village, while Aslat was seeing Gorm, his uncle, were lined up for jewelry. And all his uncle cared about was uh, money. Um, his uncle Gorm acquired a new slave who used to be royalty and says she's pretty much useless and asked that was like, ah, you just don't, not, you, no one's useless. You're just not using them correctly. But yeah. it, I told his uh, uncle Gorm that like, Hey, can you, can you spectate a referee, a duel? I, I have a duel at lunch and like. I, I don't know if people were serious, but a lot of people were cheering on Thorfinn. And when he when he came through, some of the girls started thinking he was cute, but one of the girls was just like, yeah, but Askeladd's got the money and he's strong. Yeah, let's 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 stick with the strong rich guy. Yeah. And that's what they do. I only like it for the money. Astolat was trying to make small talk before the duel started, and Bajorn was saying that, or it might have been someone else, but they said mentioned that Thorfinn is so stubborn. So I'm think I, I'm think I think the crew was hoping that Thorfinn would just like over time give up on the re revenge and officially join the crew. Nah, you slaughtered my father. You can't. Yeah. So, um, 
Thorfinn attacked and didn't let up. He was just all in. Asselat sends him flying backwards with a wide swing. And Thorfinn, like, slowed himself down and then, like, he went back in it. Thorfinn knocked Asselat's sword away. So Asselat tried to go for, like, Thorfinn's dagger. Thorfinn noticed, so he backed up. Asselat then picked up the sword again and started to, like, um, and antagonize is that would that be the right word yeah antagonize dorfin it was just yeah like it, it was like you keep saying i killed your dad but like are you even sure it was me what the how did he die what did he look like what was his name are you sure it wasn't someone else and then dorfin was just like he he died because you used me as hostage and couldn't like keep your honor and blah 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 and I was like oh yeah him so like Thorfinn finally I thought here's what I thought before I continue on I thought after years of being with this crew and holding on to this anger he wouldn't succumb to rage but no Thorfinn succumbed to rage and gave Askelag an easy open because he swung wide and Askelag turned him on his ass and the duel ended there yeah um, Asla won the duel and it was time to eat and celebrate. Thorfinn didn't. Um, the guy, one of the guys was supposed to switch uh, with Thorfinn to watch the ships, but Thorfinn was sulking and didn't want to switch, so he stood on the ship. And Bjorn, Bjorn knows he was just like, ah, he's comfortable there because it's his, it was his dad's ship. Just leave him be. Um, Thorfinn get, starts seeing like his dad in a vision and like. His dad is basically saying, like, I suppose there's no point in telling you not to avenge me. You are you are my kid, and you're gonna... You didn't listen before, you ain't gonna listen now. <laughs> and Gorm, for some reason, sent Dorma to bring Thorfinn food. And she felt like she saw herself in him, and Thorfinn ruthlessly said, I would never be a slave. I'm nothing like you. And proceeded to say, like, if I were you, I would kill Gorman and anyone who came after me after I tried to escape. And then she thought to herself, like, if she could set sail, where would she go? It would be the same thing. So Thorfinn brought up the tale of Vinland, as Leif told him. A place with no no slaves or war. Um, after that little moment, and me thinking for a moment that... uh. Thorma might be the love interest for Thorfinn, but Thorfinn might not have a love interest. It might just be straight killing from here to the end. It's just straight on revenge. Yeah. Winter is now over. The time skipped again. We've had several time skips. This one might be the last one. And it's time for the war to continue. Canute is a candidate for a candidate for the king of the Vikings apparently, but like he has to prove himself in the battlefield. So the Vikings were moving along areas, invading areas smoothly until they reached the trading area of London, where I guess both armies intercepted each other and we got to see someone, I don't think it was at, at, um Askelad, but someone threw an axe so well. That, like it cut someone's head off I think it cut someone's arm off and then like injured three more people 
And then that was the end of the episode. It was. It was. Yeah. I just want to talk about how um, they they talk about my boy. They said, oh, they make their way to a place like, oh, we haven't been here in a year. Last time I looked, uh, when they picked up old boy Thorfinn, he was a little little rascal. How's he? He looked like now he's like 12, 13, 14. So you tell me like six years went by and you only been uh you haven't been that place for a year? So I'm like I'm like what I'm like, what's going on here? Cause I, I think they, they either mess up the time and then I also was thinking like the girls in the village like didn't recognize Thorfinn from before, so I'm like, it must be like his first time there or something. Like, I don't know. Unless he was just gone for like six years or unless he went there by himself. So I'm like, somewhere they messed up the time skip. You know what? Now that you mention it, that makes perfect sense. Thorfinn looks like he aged at least a few years. Even ask, like, even ask, how old are you now, Thorfinn? But, like, they made it seem like they go there every year, yet people didn't recognize Thorfinn. Yeah. They're like, oh, yeah, the kid, like, yeah, I could be part of his crew. And this and that. I'm like, so I'm like, what's, so what's the deal here? I'm like, are you... Maybe he's just got that weird anime growth. You know what I mean? I mean, you got to if if you just all of a sudden up and you go from 6 to 12 or 13, 14, or it might be he's, like... He's the, definitely uh, a fucking teenager, bro. Yeah, I was say he, was, he looked like a teenager, so I don't know. Well, I'm just like... Yeah. Assuming he was with... Okay, all right, so... No, nah, no, because like if they go there every year, then the maximum time between the last visit and the next visit would be nine months. Even if they got him on the back end of the last winter, or yeah, the back end. Yeah, I don't know. I just was looking at it. I was like, something ain't right. He, because it's like they they got him late or something, or I don't know. They must like have that. not gone. Like they must have not gone during the war. I don't know. Or he just stayed on the ship the whole time. I thought um, that too, but someone would have had to bring him food. So someone would have had to been curious about like, why why is someone always leaving with food and coming back? Maybe I don't know. I'm just like, mm, seems seems fishy here. So yeah, that, that's what I wanted to uh, talk about. That yeah, hmm. yeah. So. I did think what else was um, funny, worth mentioning, was how uh, the slave hoarder dropped some stuff and she's getting whipped and Asklad made the whole connection between her and like Thorfinn and it's like, you know, you're all a slave to somebody and how his uncle is a slave to money, but he doesn't even realize he's a slave to money because he bought a slave to be, uh, bought a woman with money to be a slave and he's just a slave to making more money. So it comes full circle. What was the connection to Thorfinn, though? Because Thorfinn's a, a slave to wanting to, yeah, yeah, and like until you let it go, you're not really going to um, prosper with that. So yeah, he was asking. Someone was asking why keep someone like him on the, on the crew. It's like he's a yeah. slave to, to the minds of the warrior. If he, if he wants to kill me, he's gonna challenge me to a duel. Yeah, and he's like, he's not going to kill me in my sleep because he's a warrior, and so. But yeah. Horda helped him put everything in perspective, too, so. 
Yeah, it's a good, it's a good chapter there. So on to Jujutsu Kaisen. Oh, this was a good chapter. So first time in Millennium, Sukuna is actually kind of shook. And Gojo has his, his uh, attacks that he's doling out. And so he finally ends up landing. I think he hits the Magaraga. And then he, it, it looks like he does like a, a Vegeta, Vegeta attack where he just like blows himself up. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but also blows up Sukuna. So I was like, oh, okay, this is some good stuff right here. Yeah, Gojo went in this chapter. Yeah. So uh, I was like, man, can't wait to the next chapter. And so, yeah. And the last one. That was it? Yeah, that was pretty much it for the... the that was your, <laughs> I felt like you just went from the beginning to the end. Yeah, they were, I mean, they fought in the middle, but there's not, not really too much to uh, talk about. Well, it was kind of so like it was impressive, like the way he was maneuvering red and blue because like blue was already up there in place, red waiting, and Sukuna didn't didn't realize it. So then it was just like it became, oh shit, I can't let him make purple. Um, Maharaga's already adjusted to to red, I think it it is. So take on that. So that's when purple came in. And then he used, or vice versa, and then he used the other color to fend off Sukuna and then put it together and then just blew himself up. And then, like, just, just to come out, I was like, oh, I guess that didn't hurt me as much because it's my cursed energy. Yeah. And so. But Sukuna, him as blew his, rough. Blew his leg off, his lower leg off, and his arm. So mm-hmm. I'm like, huh. But yeah. Last but not. The least this is is uh aristocrats otherworldly adventure serving gods who go too far and then i became lord of a domain yeah so it starts off um dalmatia's fighting cayenne shows up to fight aaron seth is going to uh fight all the underlings so that cayenne can just worry about fighting the big boss man you know the boss raid uh, so what made me kind of mad about this one was, uh, what's it, what's it, what's it, got Cade and all his, the other little people, uh, his teachers like, yeah, we got to go help him. I'm like, well, y'all see, y'all see that dragon. What y'all going to do with that dragon? Y'all Nothing. just go out there and get killed. I mean, I feel like there's a difference between, uh, optimism and like reckless abandonment because that's exactly what y'all was doing. Y'all was going to be. Food for fodder, pretty much, because yeah, those things are on a whole different level. Like y'all, y'all, bear, y'all had trouble with the horde. <laughs> like, what you gonna do against the dragon? Terrible. Yeah, I was like, come on, man. He's in a class of his own. Like, let that man work. Let him cook. So, so then we get to the four heavenly kings. They're summoned by Seth, and then we find out that Dalmatia was a legendary general. So, yeah. Um, so Aaron's game is to destroy all of the humans, and he wants to see will all the monsters devour all the humans. And all, and I was thinking here, like all the monsters and creations are just his pawn pieces, because I think he just created monsters so that 
they could go kill humans. Plain and simple. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so... um And so I guess he couldn't be resurrected fully, so he borrowed the form of a dragon. And his friends and, like, the summons uh, from those... Um, from Seth, they're taking care of the herd. Um, he's fighting Aaron. And what made me really mad about this fight was my man used a red fireball to hit a dragon. And I was like, what are you doing? Like, he's a dragon. Like, why, why didn't you pull out the blue flame? Like, what are you doing? Like, I'm like, come on, man. You, you know you know this. Like, you're, you're better than this. You pulled out the OP move when it didn't even matter, and you, and you pull out a, a, a dinky move when it did matter. Bro, the, the, this anime is just so inconsistent. I'm like, I'm like, come on, man! I would have pulled out purple fire and just. Whoo, I I was more me. mad about this anime than I was with how much um. Riverboy Peachside or Peach Boy Riverside kept bouncing around in timeline. Yeah. So at least things happened that made sense once, but like it was just in the wrong order. But like nothing here makes sense ever. It's always over the top. Doing too much. Uh, carry on. I'm sorry. Yeah, like it just just made me. I'm like, come on, man. Like, what are you doing? Mm-mm-mm. Mm-mm-mm. So, um, so his monsters. He summoned his his monsters. They get wrecked, and he has an overload skill that he uses, and he shoots it at Aaron. And then essentially he's like, oh, the power of friendship, I'm going to take my friend and this, that, and the other, and blah, da, 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 da. And shoots Aaron. I'm like, oh, this is just like fairy tale. And uh, he essentially obliterates Aaron, and his summons have to, like, bite him, bring him back to reality. And he's like, he's like where did the, dra- dra- the black dragon go? Who's right here? And they're like, man, you killed it. You killed it a while ago. Like, you just shoot still for no reason. Mm-hmm. And so... I was like, oh man. So so then uh what happens? He he gets to he meets with the 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 king again and they're like, Oh, the plural light that you used before, like people saw it and was praying to it in town and he's like, Oh I'm sorry, I had to use emperor emperor level magic to defeat it. And honestly, I don't even think he needed that. I think he just needed to stop playing around and use his attack spells. And uh, instead of use orange flame, use blue or purple one. But what do I know? I'm not a connoisseur or anything. Uh, but it's uh, just so. Yeah. And the fact that there seems like there's going to be a second season. That, that's I was going to get to that later. But boy. But yeah. So um, what got what what else happened to uh? Yeah, he gets. Man for going over the top. He then he gets his own domain, and now he's like Cayenne von Sofort Dorenthal, and um, he has to go to Dorenthal to establish himself. And adventurers rule the hall, so he has to clear them out. He's like, I'm looking forward to having to fight them. When he first gets there, they spring their little attack. He def- he defeats them. He starts clearing up the riffraff. Uh, he got after some people that were mean to a waitress lady, and they arrest him, the own baron. I'm like, huh. 
but oh, but what also made me mad is like the fight ended like one third of the way through the show. And I was like, now I was like, oh, now I gotta watch this uh, random cleanup of stuff going on. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, this makes no sense. I'm like, this all this randomness. I'm like, cause I was like, oh yeah, I was expecting there to be some more. I expected Aaron out, but he went out like a sucker, boy. Oh, this um, man, listen. Yeah, so, I, so I, then... Uh, what's mm-hmm. worse is I think he's going to be the villain in next season, too, because, like, he was only partially resurrected. Yeah, so he may have something left, or, like, an Orochimaru... Um, a Orochimaru effect where he can regenerate or something. I mm-hmm. don't know. But, yeah. But then this part just makes no sense. Like, why is this even in here? The Prince of Darkness requests help from Cayenne because um, his wife found out about his infidelity. And I'm like, what does that have to do with anything? Like, that's not fighting. That's not nothing. And and so the, he says, like, yeah, you ought to be shaming yourself for, you know, having a lovely woman like that and doing that. And she she's like, oh, Cayenne, yeah. And what was it? Telesta and, and Silk's there. And they're like, oh, yeah, do you, this, that, and the other. I'm like, man, listen. But then she just what takes him back. Yeah, like it like there's no lesson, there's no nothing, nothing like I'm like, come on, what what is this? And then so then my man is a building a wall. Um and then he constructs a castle that's even more lavish than what the king resides in. And uh what really set me off was like, yeah, he says, Oh, this have to wait wait for the rest of the story until next time. And I'm like, absolutely not. No. It's not gonna be told on this podcast. Bro, like it it's it's so sad that like something like this is gonna get a, a presumably gonna get another season. But like my boy Lloyd didn't, you know what I mean? Re Zero didn't. I was just like there's Re-Zero so Re Zero didn't get another season? Re Zero didn't get another season. Damn. I was looking forward to it, bro. I'm still looking forward to it. Come on, just come out of the blue. Just do do a hunter hunter. Just come out of nowhere. Do a bleach. Just come out of nowhere. Just come out of retirement. You know, let's do this. It's is a rezero a manga. Um, I would have to imagine with how popular it is. There's no other season because there's no more chapters in the manga. But I would have to check. There, there is a manga because I collected a couple of the chapters. Yeah, I'm gonna have to read. It's like I wish Talentless Nana would have got another season. Bruh, like, what but do that we one's do? Like, like, the ones that I'm actually getting hype for, are like, not getting. Uh, like, Tomodachi Game, I would watch season two. Would you now? Yes. But, you know, it is what it is. I, I did. Yeah. It'd be like, far, far fetched for me to call Kaim a good anime. Very far. Like, I would hope that one of you three would tell me I was writing my story that bad if I was. No, dog, follow your dream, my guy. <laughs> nah, man. It's, listen, some things shouldn't be done. Someone should have told that person, I don't, I don't know what you're doing. You know what would be even worse? You know what would be horrible? If the manga was nothing like that. 
and the manga is way better. And the manga was yo, Luini. And it, let's let's <laughs> let's find the manga and read like the first couple chapters. And it, it pulls a um, Boruto. Yo, I swear <laughs> to God, bro. Reading and watching. I will flip next episode if it was the animators production side that like made this horrible. <laughs> yeah, because I'm like, good God, like. <laughs> I'm like, come on, man! Like, you hit him with an orange fireball, and you you do a red, a blue fireball for a dummy. Like, what are you doing, my guy? Oh man! Bloody skies! Yeah, <laughs> I can't. Whatever. All right, you got anything else? No, I don't. That was that was it. Um, that that just travesty to happen there. Just I'm like, come on, what, well, what's going on? We're we're through it now. We're through it. We are. Guys, that's going to do it for this episode. Thank you so much for listening. If you enjoyed, you know what to do. We'll catch you next week. Peace. Peace.